In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Blue Wire. With the first pick in the 2009 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Matthew Stafford. Quarterback. Stafford, step it up. Going left side. Watch Calvin. And so got him. Oh, baby, that was a rocket. And it's picked off. Intercepted by Darius Slade. No one will catch him. Touchdown, Hello and welcome to an emergency special episode of the Michael Rothstein Show. I am your host, Michael Rothstein, and you probably know why we're having an emergency episode here. I'm guessing you pretty much figured it out. Bob Quinn, Matt Patricia, fired on Saturday as the general manager and head coach of the Detroit Lions. A complete house cleaning from... Lions owner Sheila Ford Hamp, as she basically said, it wasn't good enough. They weren't coaching well enough. They weren't general managing well enough. Nothing was good enough. She wanted it to work, but it didn't. So she basically was like, I need to make a move and I'm making it now. It was interesting to hear what Sheila Ford Hamp had to say, but... Listen, let's let's start right here. Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia are done in Detroit. I know this is something a lot of you wanted. I do want to reiterate what I have said over and over, which is this stinks on a lot of levels for families and for coaches because there are coaches now that know that they're probably not going to be back next year, that they're going to have to relocate their families. There are staffers that are going to have to do the same thing. And I would imagine Patricia and his family and Bob Quinn and his family end up having to move. And that's hard on families. That is hard on families. But this is a move that needed to happen. Maybe less so Bob Quinn than Matt Patricia, but this is a move that needed to happen. The Lions needed a new start. They needed to get things right. They needed to get things straight because it was not working in Detroit. We all know that. We all saw that. Matt Patricia's get better, get better, have to get better, have to try harder, have to get better, have to get better approach was just not working. It was never going to work because guess what? They were never getting better. Ever. As long as Matt Patricia was the head coach of the Lions, they were not getting better. So Matt Patricia is gone. And the fact that Sheila Fordham did it now makes total sense. Total sense, as we said the other day on the podcast. This makes sense. This is a sensible move. This is something I know you all have been waiting on. You kept saying, well, why hasn't Sheila Fordham talked? And I said over and over, why would she talk until she's made a decision, until she knows what she's going to do? Because every question she gets at all will be about this. And she even acknowledged that during her press conference 
today where she said, y'all are going to have a lot of questions. She didn't say y'all. I said y'all. But are going to have a lot of questions, and I probably have less answers than you have questions, which is actually a good thing you want to hear your owner saying that right now because they need to figure things out. They're going to cast a wide net. They're going to look at a whole bunch of people, and frankly, I mean, that just makes a lot of sense. So the fact that you didn't maybe get a ton of answers out of Sheila Fordham today, don't take that as a bad thing. But she did what she needed to do. She did what she had to do. And she got rid of Matt Patricia and got rid of Bob Quinn. I did ask her, and then we'll go into a quick break, and then we'll come back with more on this and more on the future. But I did ask her because this was one of the big questions. I asked her basically whether they looked at Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia as a package when they were making this decision. Essentially, would they have kept Quinn without Patricia was my was what I was aiming at because there was no way they were keeping Matt Patricia and her quote and she paused for a second quote we looked at it from all angles end quote which means yeah they definitely considered it they looked at it but at the end of the day I think they realized that the biggest mistake that Bob Quinn made in his tenure was hiring Matt Patricia if he hires a different coach, say, oh, I don't know, Mike Vrabel, we're probably not having this conversation right now. If they had interviewed and taken more seriously a wider net of coaches then, which, let's be real, they never did. I mean, this was always a targeted hire. Everyone knows that. Then maybe, just maybe, they're in a different outcome now. Although, I don't know if Pat Shermer would have worked out any better here either. But it just, it didn't work it was never going to work, and now the Lions are heading straight on into a rebuild. And what that looks like, and who knows what that'll look like, I don't know. But that's where they're headed. And we'll be back right after this on the Michael Rothstein Show. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are one of them. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how much you watch. And let's be honest, if you're watching the Lions right now, you probably need something to get you through what you've been seeing on the field. And Pepsi is that refreshment you need to power through any game day, even Lions games. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Much to the happiness of probably everybody. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. That's right, no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new 
new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates who resume, whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore, total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast faster than even Matt Prater's 59-yard field goal went through the uprights. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. And football, as we have seen, is very much back in full swing. And you might not be at a game this year. Only 500 or so people can be in Lions games over the last couple of home games. But you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use that promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now, back to our show. We are back with the big news that Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn gone from Detroit. So a couple of quick clerical things with that. Daryl Bevel is the interim head coach, and Sheila Fordham said that she expects him to go out and compete and try to win the last five weeks of the season. That might not be the best thing for the Lions long term because you would not have as big of a draft pick, but I anticipate that this team is going to play a little bit harder for Daryl Bevel. They like Daryl Bevel, and I think you're going to maybe see a lot, a lot of maybe, maybe even see some changes offensively, even though they're not going to change scheme or anything like that. But maybe they'll be a little bit more aggressive offensively, more looking like what we saw from Daryl Bevel last season. I'm going to be really curious to see that. Also, a combination of Kyle O'Brien, Rob Lohman, Lance Newmark, and Mike Disner, basically Quinn's four most trusted lieutenants. They were the people that were in the box with Bob Quinn on game days in the GM's box. If you remember, I sat in the general manager's box for a preseason game or a quarter of it last year to write about kind of his evaluation process. And that group will all report to team president Rod Wood to make any decisions they need to make before they hire a new general manager. So it's going to be a group approach there. That, to me, signals don't expect any long-term deals to get done. Don't expect a bunch of roster shuffling at this point. They'll probably bring in some guys based off of need if that happens. But I think they'll probably go to their practice squad at this point. And we'll see what happens when we get to, oh, I don't know. After the season, how many of those guys remain? Rob Lohman's been around for a while. Lance Newmark's been around 
for a while. Kyle O'Brien was brought brought in with Bob Quinn. But Kyle O'Brien's a good football guy, and I think had things gone differently, you might have seen him in a different situation when it comes to maybe being a general manager here or somewhere else. And I still think that Kyle O'Brien could get a shot one day. Mike Disner's more the contract guy at this point. So basically that that is something to watch as well. But those guys are going to be reporting to Rod Wood. Rod Wood's role, Sheila Fordham said, is not changing as of now. But they are looking at some organizational chart changes. So we'll see when this is all said and done what Rod Wood's role is with this team. But it's going to be Sheila Fordham and Rod Wood working to put this together. So what are they going to look for? Sheila Fordham said they're going to cast a wide net. What does that mean? That means... College coaches, potentially NFL assistants, former NFL head coaches. I think they're going to look a little bit everywhere. I think they'll look at everywhere for general manager, too. I think she's going to maybe be a little bit unconventional as well. I don't expect her to just kind of look at the typical boxes. She said they probably will hire a search firm. Rod Wood said they haven't hired one yet, even though the Detroit Free Press has reported that they do plan on hire uh, who they already plan on hiring. Rod Wood refuted that report. We'll see what comes to pass there. Dave Burkett's a really good reporter, as you all know. So there's that. And other than that, Sheila Fordham didn't have a lot of answers as to kind of what's next. She basically said they're going to look at everything. It's going to be thorough. It's going to be comprehensive. And she wants to make sure she gets this right. And I believe her. Why wouldn't she want to get this right at this point? Because it's been 50-plus years since anyone on the Lions has. So they have to. So, okay. So that's all of the news. Obviously, I said what I said at the top, too. Here are some thoughts. Matt Patricia was not a good head coach. I think Matt Patricia improved as a manager of people in years two and three. I think he improved as far as dealing with players in year three, especially. But that first year doomed Matt Patricia. It just did from everything off the field, from the sexual assault allegations to the ill-fated practice out in the snow that angered some players to, frankly, I'm just going to be upfront with it, the way he handled the media when he came after me for slouching and kind of dressing me down when right behind me, and I don't remember if I've told this story before, but right behind me was a, another reporter literally wearing fake mustache and fake glasses and a fake nose. And I think there was a wig, too. Basically, he was in costume. This reporter was right behind my left shoulder, and I got called unprofessional because I was sitting lower in my chair because I was trying to film the press conference back in the old days when we could film a press conference. And he went off on me about that. Now, understand, that was never about my posture, It was never about that. It was always about he didn't like the questions I was asking him. He wasn't good on the podium at all that season. Remember, he chastised reporters for not liking their job, for not having enough energy. He did all of those things in his first season. And a lot of that didn't necessarily get caught because it happened either right before a press conference or people just were really on the Matt Patricia train at that point. So they didn't get as much criticism. But I'd never seen a coach do anything like that, be that critical of the press. 
And sure, that was just Matt Patricia's nature, that Matt, Matt, Matt Patricia's sarcastic way, but it wasn't working. It didn't translate, much like his message didn't translate to players his first year either. Nothing went right for him in year one, and that hurt year two and year three because everything's about momentum. You have to at least be able to get people to buy in, get the majority of your locker room to buy in in year one, and that didn't happen. None of it happened. And that doomed Matt Patricia, unless he won and won big. And once that didn't happen in year two, that was it. This year this year felt, from week one on, when they lost to the Bears, that it was fait accompli that at some point Matt Patricia would lose his job. The way they lost, how they lost, his lack of answers for it, his snippy rep- remark to me when I asked the question about the fourth quarter failings and he came back with that he made the best fourth quarter call ever in the Super Bowl. Like, it just showed he didn't learn. It just showed he wasn't learning. His stubbornness to continually play man-to-man defense, even though he didn't have the, the corners necessarily to do it. Like, none of it made any sense. He just didn't learn. He just, he never, it, it looked, every time it looked like he evolved, he went back to the same things. And it just, it never seemed to buy in. It never seemed to really happen. And it just kind of fell apart before it even really got started. And, I mean, that's on Bob Quinn, and that's why Bob Quinn's out of a job today, too. As I said, if Bob Quinn hires another guy, or maybe even if Bob Quinn agrees to pull the trigger on Patricia at the end of last season, and I don't know whether Sheila Fordhamp would have allowed him to do that, whether they viewed them as a package even back then, but if Bob Quinn had said, hey, listen, this isn't working, give me another shot, maybe Bob Quinn's still here today. But Bob Quinn didn't do that. Bob Quinn rolled with his guys. Bob Quinn made some... Good draft picks. Frank Ragnow, Taylor Decker, Kenny Galladay, Tracy Walker. I still am a believer in Tracy Walker. DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson. Even though you may not like where he was taken, he's going to end up being a really good player. He also made some terrible draft picks. Sean Robinson, Jared Davis, Tease Tabor, obviously being the biggest one. Will Harris, a year after you take Tracy Walker. Even some of his day three picks were a little bit questionable. Although he had good day three picks, too, in Deshaun Hand when he's healthy. Tyrell Crosby was a really good day three pick. Jamal Agnew was a fantastic day three pick. So he made some really good picks, but it was too scattershot. Free agents, same way. He brought in Marvin Jones. That was a really good signing. He rebuilt the offensive line. That was a good, that was a good work. That was good work. But he did it mostly through the draft. Jonah Jackson, another good draft pick. Because his free agent signings didn't make any sense. Sign Jesse James and then draft over him with TJ Hawkinson. Sign Halapuli Vitae Vitae. Halapula Vati Vitae. Even when you have Tyrell Crosby who looked good in stints as your right tackle. And now Vitae's on injured reserve. Sign Desmond Trufant. But only after you trade away Darius Slay because Darius Slay doesn't get along with your coach. And that's, again, it all goes back to Matt Patricia. It all leads to Matt Patricia because they trade away Golden Tate. They trade away Darius Slay. They trade away Quandre Diggs. All three cornerstones of that locker room under Jim Caldwell. Well, why did they do it? Because it wasn't Matt Patricia's way. It wasn't Matt Patricia's style. Glover Quinn, basically, you alienate him. It all goes back to Matt Patricia because I don't know if Bob Quinn, and we'll never know, whether Bob Quinn makes some of those moves, especially the Diggs move, if it's a different head coach. 
because some head coaches make it work with whatever play, good players they have. Other coaches don't. Matt Patricia was that guy. He didn't. Hence the trades. But Darius Slay was a good player. And the Lions could have used him. And he's better than Desmond Trufant. And that's not a knock on Desmond Trufant because Desmond Trufant hasn't been healthy enough to play consistently. When he's been on the field, he's looked okay. But Darius Slay is a better player. Obviously, taking Jeff Okuda at three, you wouldn't necessarily have had to do that, even though I think Jeff Okuda will be a very good player. But you wouldn't have had to do that if you don't trade away Darius Slay. And that's on Bob Quinn and on Matt Patricia. So, again, this is part of why they were probably looked at as a package deal because so many of those deals were in concert. And the two of them said they understood each other. They had this synergy. And if Bob Quinn couldn't make it work with Matt Patricia, how can you expect him to make it work with anybody else? So that is, again, part of the reason that Bob Quinn is out of a job. (sighs) It's been a long year. It's been a long two and a half years covering Matt Patricia being around this team, knowing that it just wasn't working well. So what's next? Where is this going to go next? I don't know. Like I said, they're going to create a large search. They're going to look a lot of places. They're going to probably hire a search firm. And we'll see what happens. We'll talk a bunch on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, the next five weeks about candidates. Hopefully I have some guests on that can maybe talk about some candidates. That's, that's next. That's the next step here. I would look at Robert Saleh, the defensive coordinator for San Francisco, Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator in Indianapolis, Chris Cerrani, the offensive coordinator in Indianapolis, Dan Mullen is a guy I really like. He's the head coach at Florida. Matt Campbell, the head coach at Iowa State. This is just a small list of coaches. And if the GM ends up making the decision on the head coach, who knows what that'll look like because we'll dig into general managers a bit on Monday as well, because I got to do a bit more research there to really understand it. Eric Bienemy, obviously another name that is going to be really hot as far as possible coaching candidates. Maybe, maybe just maybe they make a run at Urban Meyer. All these things, all these guys are possibilities. And I imagine that Sheila Fordham's going to look at some out of the box guys too. Byron Leftwich, another guy to possibly look at. Kellen Moore, another guy to possibly look at. Someone that Sheila Fordham has familiarity with because they know Kellen Moore from his time in Detroit. There are going to be a lot of candidates out there, a lot of names out there. And I think it's an attractive job. I don't think it's the most attractive job out there because you don't necessarily know what's going to happen at quarterback. And that's the last thing we're going to hit on and then get out of here because I have to go cover the Mike Tyson-Roy Jones Jr. fight tonight. But, which we can talk about on Monday too if you want. But, When it comes to Matthew Stafford, I think this is the reality that you could be seeing in his last five games in Detroit. Sheila Fordham basically said it's going to be up to the new coach what to do with him, new general manager what to do with him. She loves him, made it clear. She thinks he's tough as nails. She said this has been tough on him. Those were two direct quotes. But the fact that she didn't say that, yeah, we see him as the long-term solution, the fact that she didn't say that, again, that's smart of her because you want that decision to be in your coach and general manager's hands. But that she didn't also tells you that if they want to move on, they're going to move on. So I said this toward the end with with Calvin Johnson. I remember writing it. I think it was before his last game when you got the sense maybe there was a chance he wouldn't be back in Detroit. Savor these last five games with Matthew Stafford. 
because he's still one of the better players in your franchise's history. Who knows if he'll be back in 2021 or not? Who knows what that'll look like in 2021? Who knows how many of these players are going to be back in 2021? Because it's about to be a house cleaning. But savor what you see out of Matthew Stafford now. I just get the sense, if I'm being completely honest, you might see something special out of him these last five weeks. He has a good rapport with Daryl Bevel. They did some really good stuff a year ago. And I think that getting rid of Matt Patricia might open some of that up. Because this is Daryl Bevel's shot as well to potentially be a head coach. He said a couple of weeks ago he's been chasing being a head coach for a long time. This isn't the situation I'm sure he wants. Probably not even close. And, I mean, even if they won all five games, I don't know if how much he'd be seriously considered for the job permanently. But this is Daryl Bevel's shot, and I think he's going to go down swinging, and he's going to go down creatively. And you saw some of that creativity on Thanksgiving. So this could be a chance to see something really special for Matthew Stafford. Could see something really creative. Just saying. That could be a byproduct of this as well. It's going to be a lot more to unpack, and we'll dig in Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. We'll cover some of the games too, but big day in Detroit. Bob Quinn, Matt Patricia, fired from the Detroit Lions. I want to thank my sponsors, Pepsi, Bet Online, and Indeed. I want to thank all of you for following. Feel free to give a five-star review. Share this with your friends. We'd appreciate it. And with that, we will talk with you on Monday.